Welcome to the GodFocusPodcast.com. This week's episode is Ephesians chapter 1, part 2. We have a guest speaker today. Grandpa Paul joins Awesome Angie with Kevin, Laura, Yolanda, and MJ. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the God Focused Podcast. And today we are continuing our discussion on the book of Ephesians. We are in chapter 1. And Kevin, give us a recap from our discussion last week, the first part of chapter one. Um, go for it, Kevin. Sure. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, we went through, kind of spoke about the, a background a little bit on what the book is for. Um, it, it, this is a letter from Paul. He uh, was writing to a church uh, in the, the in a city of Ephesus. Um, and Paul had actually pastored at this uh, church for two to three years. So, I mean, he was hands-on. He knew these people. Uh, you know, a lot of people say that, that this book is written not just for Ephesus, but for all ch- churches, you know, everyone. Because what he talks about here is applicable to all, all of us. Uh, and uh, Paul, Paul really is trying to communicate the, the 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 large story, the big picture uh, in this book. He's trying to. He's in jail. He's he's going to he's going to be killed soon, right? He knows this. He knows his his time is limited on earth, and he's really kind of wrap, wrapping up uh, a lot of what he's taught, um, trying to package it up so that people have a have a complete story uh, that they can refer to as they uh, live their life in the future generations of their lives. So that's his mindset as he's writing this. Uh, so we start off with, uh, we start off with this idea that uh, Paul is describing uh, Jesus. He, te- he tells people that they should be holy and free from blame uh, because they're within Jesus's mercy and, he, and, and his love. And he refers to us as chosen. He says that we're chosen by God to be adopted by Jesus as he redeemed them from their sins and with his sacrifice on the cross. Those are all key words that are in there. Uh, this idea of being chosen, being adopted, being redeemed, uh, along with a sacrifice uh, that Christ made. Uh, and that he filled, and that through uh, Christ, that we're filled with patience and wisdom and strength. Uh, we spoke to the idea of what does it mean to be chosen by God? And, uh, you know, we answered that question, right? We're chosen. We're chosen not by what we do. We're chosen because uh, God chose us, right? We were chosen before we were even created, right? Before we were even born, uh, we were chosen. Uh, he also refers to us as redeemed. And what does that mean to be redeemed? Um, redemption is a is a purchase. It's a payment. It's um, it's an exercise uh, to try to uh, restore uh, in, in some ways. Uh, and so Jesus died uh, on a cross, and He purchased our freedom from sin. Right? His He redeems us from our sin by uh, by sacrificing Himself. So so. Uh, so we're, we're not only are we chosen by God, but we're redeemed. Our imperfect nature is restored uh, into a perfect state through the sacrifice of Christ. And that allows us to have communion with God. Um, we also spoke about being adopted 
adopted into uh, the family of, of, of Christ as in we were sons and daughters of Christ. And what does that mean? Um, so it means that it means that this is a permanent relationship. That this is not a this is not a fleeting thing. Uh, Christ is not uh, turning his back on us. God is not going to you know uh, disown us, right? We are we have the rights of a of a of a full blood child, right? We are we are inheritance of his kingdom. Uh, which is incredibly powerful. If you think about this, this is the most creative, this is the most powerful being in the world, in the, in the universe, right? And we are his children. We are inheritance of his, what he has created. Um, and, uh, and that's what, that's what heaven's about, right? That's, that's why we have an eternal life. It's to, it's to have an opportunity to inherit and fulfill, right? The purpose of what God has for this universe. And, uh, you know, Paul speaks to the idea of trusting in Jesus. You know, uh, uh, you know, why, why do we want to trust in Jesus? You know, what's the, you know, this sounds great, right? It's all, <laughs> it's all great. It sounds like a great story. We're chosen, we're redeemed, we get this great inheritance. What, what, what a wonderful thing. Well, you know, that requires us to trust. It requires us to believe in Christ as our redeemer, as our savior, right? It requires us to accept what God is offering to us. And, uh, and not just in some circumstances, in all circumstances, right? In all aspects of our life, in all times of our life, we should be turning to Jesus as uh, a child. We should be turning to him uh, to seek what he, what he needs from, to, to glorify him, but to, in, you know, as well as to seek and understand what is it that we are intended to be doing. Right? What does he want us to, what does he want from us uh, as a way um, to uh, honor him, right? How do we, how do we go through, how do we go through and live our life, right? We turn to Jesus and we ask, we, we, we seek to understand the truth of what Jesus is, is um, so that we can fully understand what exactly uh, his, his intention for us is in this earth while we're alive. And then that leads us uh, into the last, last half of chapter one, uh, verses 17 or 15 through uh, 23. Uh, Paul has a prayer and also has a statement about Jesus as uh, being above all things. And so Angie, if you could, could you please read uh, those verses 15 through 23? Ephesians one chapter, starting at chapter 15. That is why, since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks to God for you. I always remember you in my prayers, asking the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, to give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you will know him better. I pray also that you will have greater understanding in your heart so that you will know the hope to which he has called us and that you will know how rich and glorious are the blessings God has promised his holy people. And you will know that God's power is very great for us who believe. That power is the same as the great strength God used to raise Christ from the dead and put him at his right side in the heavenly world. 
God has put Christ over all rulers, authorities, powers, and kings, not only in this world, but also in the next. God put everything under his power and made him the head over everything for the church, which is Christ's body. The church is filled with Christ, and Christ fills everything in every way. There's a lot in there. That's pretty powerful. Um, so that was uh, verses 15 to 23. So starting back at verse 15, that is why since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people. You know, so that's assuming we have faith in Jesus and um, you know, and loving all God's people. I mean, that's right there. <laughs> Two things we're called to do. Um, I have not stopped giving thanks to God for you. I mean, that, that's, that right there is a great practice as well, just being thankful for everyone on earth that loves Jesus and, and all of his people and just always giving thanks for everyone who are believers and, you know, just called Jesus their Savior. And that's, that's, it's always good to keep our mind on the goodness in one another and just praying for one another. And it says that... Um, I always remember you in my prayers. So that's the next level of that, not just um, giving thanks, but praying as well. Asking God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, to give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. So praying for one another, you know, you know, give, you know, cause, you know, people have questions all the time. And if that's a powerful blessing to give someone, you know, just, I'm, I'm praying for wisdom for you. Um, I'm praying for revelation for you. Um, very powerful things. So that you will know him better. I mean, that was 15 and 17. There's a lot in there. So Yolanda, we've got you on the line. Any thoughts you want to add? Anything on your heart about that so far? Um, I, like, I like how it states. Um, that uh, where he says, I, I do not, he doesn't cease giving thanks and remembering you in prayer. Um, that, is, that is so important um, that we are continually to give thanks and praying for one another. And here it says, having the eyes of, our, of your hearts enlightened. Um, that you may know the hope to which he has called you. And it's like our inheritance, which is really cool when you think about it. That's why it's so important to trust him um, and to read his word so that we know, just that we know, you know, know him, know him and in, in the fullness of him therein. Eyes, eyes of your heart. What version are you reading out of that? I like that one. Mine? Yeah. English Standard Version. Okay. The Eyes of the Heart. That's a good one. I like that a lot. Yeah, I was I was really touched by what Yolanda was just saying there. It's like God's goodness. And, you know, what Paul's saying in this letter to Ephesians is he's, he's t telling the church, you know, to go deeper in your understanding and understand God's blessings and goodness and to open up your eyes and your heart to, you know, what he's giving us spiritually. You know, he's trying to get us more to go more spiritual instead of 
just looking for food or just looking for health, you know, which is all good things, but, you know, coming deeper into, you know, what, what God's done for us. And I, that's what I'm hearing from both Kevin and, and Yolanda here that's touching my heart because I'm trying to do that every day, understand more about this goodness and the blessings that are so much bigger than what I'm, I'm kind of giving them. And it's, you know, not, you know, getting, for me, it's always getting out of the head and getting in the heart. Always just staying grounded in, yeah, I like the, the eyes of the heart. That's, mm-hmm. that's really great. The thing that kind of spoke to me in this part was this idea of, you know, praying, you know, that the, the Paul's praying for them, you mm-hmm. know, giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. And, you know, for a long time in my life, I've wrestled with this idea of, well, you know, what could this prayer do? I mean, you know, you know, how does it work? And I don't understand it. Uh, you know, and what I've come to realize, or at least uh, I think I, I, I find comfort in, in this, this thought is that, you know, prayer, prayer transforms us, right? You know, we, we pray for we pray, you know, we can pray for anything, right? We can pray to anything, right? So prayer, prayer transforms us, right? When we focus on praying for material things, um, selfish things, right? That, that, that energy that reinforces that these ideas of, of materialism and selfishness. But when we pray for others, when we pray, that others are connected to God, that they're, they're, they learn from God, they grow in their faith, that they, they grow in their love for each other, right? We're, 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 we're sharing energy, not just, uh, um, we're not just, we're not just seeing nice things, right? We're, we're sharing energy. We're, we're, we're really trying to, to help connect ourselves with God through prayer, and and then we're also trying to share energy with this idea of let's you know let's foster love and connection and growth, and let's let's work, um, let's let's use God and His power and authority to influence the way that we behave as a as a culture as a group of people, and and then by by doing that by really trying to to leverage God and His power we're 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 really changing our, ourselves we're changing our hearts we're changing the way that we prioritize things and what we focus on and where we spend our energy uh so that you know that that spoke to me for those reasons i you know this idea of prayer and that paul would be praying for these people um it, it's really it's what he's really what i think he's really saying here is is that he's praying that that god will step in their lives and he's praying that, that God transform his own life and Troet transform his own heart and have him grow even more loving uh, than what he already is. I love the, the whole concept of energy and how, um, yeah, anything, you know, when you stay God focused, everything just falls into place and you keep your heart focused on one another because we, you know, we're all connected you know, and especially through prayer, we're, we're connecting one another and it's that energy 
you know, that of God that and love that that binds our hearts together, even though we're not all in the same room, you know, our thoughts, like we could be, you know, think, you know, someone, someone can come to mind, you know, or across our heart or whatever. And, um, you know, you could talk to him a couple of days later and like, yeah, I was thinking about you. Like, oh yeah, I was thinking about you too. I mean, there's, there's an energy field going on that we're connected to that we, we can tap, the more we're, we tap into it, through our hearts, minds and hearts, um, you know, and that prayer is that, it's that, uh, a part of that energy tap. I, that, the energy thing makes sense to me. It's like, it's like, you know, again, like the radio, you know, you can turn on whatever station you want and you hear certain kind of music, change the channel, you know, oh, let, you know, listen to this music. You know, it, it the, it's all out there. You can't see it, you know, but it's it's happening. You just have to focus in on it. And, you know, pick which station you want to focus on. You know, you know, God LUV, you know, <laughs> station, the GLUV or whatever. Um, you know, just pick the the God station and focus in on prayer and one another. That that's I I like that idea of that's how I see prayer. And so you think about that, that, you know, let's go back to the words, right? I pray the eyes of your hearts may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which you have been, to which he has called you, right? That's power. Every think about that. Your heart may be enlightened, right? Awareness, right? In order that you may know the hope. What a powerful word that is, hope, right? What hope in, what do we have hope in? the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance, right? So uh, he's, he's, there, there's hope. There's hope that, that these prayers are, as you described, that these, the, these people are being transformed. That's the hope. The hope is to become more God-like, to be more aware of and, uh, and receive right, the blessings that, that Jesus had, not just an internal life, right? You know, there is an eternal life that comes through our salvation, but, but there's a present life that we live. And, and through that present life, we have hope. And, and where does that hope come from? It comes from Jesus. It comes from an awareness of what he, he is in our life. Uh, and he is all that we need. I mean, that's, the, that's really what, what Ephesians is, is speaking to. This idea, especially this last part where we kind of transition into there's, you know, all things are below Christ, right? That, you know, that's what that means is that, is that that's what we, we don't, we need, we don't need more stuff, right? We don't need, you know, things uh, that are earthly, like we need Jesus. We need Jesus because he is, he is the key for us to relate with God and to God. Right. We need Jesus because he is he is the way uh, he is the way. Right. He, they speak to the idea of, of, you know, Christ being the way. That's a phrasing that comes from, you know, I've, I've seen in the Bible. Right. He's the way he, he is our path to really having the most fulfilling life possible on earth. Right. It, it's it's not just a salvation thing. We, we listen to what Jesus has uh, communicated to us. Right. We follow his word. We follow his 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 leadership and we will have the most fulfilling life we can possibly have on this earth. And we do that. And that's what this hope is. 
right? the, the hope the hope is is that is that we really tap into that and that's why and that's why um, that's so powerful that you know I, it's he's praying Paul is basically trying to tell these folks don't forget don't forget Jesus and what Jesus is in your life uh, and and have hope in that believe in it have faith in it that 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 Jesus is what you need and following him is is the best is, is your best path to success yeah I keep seeing this this hope and inheritance and in power you know it's hip hope you know you keep talking about it and you know I've always seen God as he, he's a he is the Abba father he is he's got everything under control he's got everything that we need and we are in we are in in his inheritance and so we're gonna get what we need to do what we can but we need to use his power that's the biggest thing is plug into that power and that's what yolanda and angie and and yourself kevin keep talking about and it keeps hitting me so i had to throw that out there the old hip thing i heard that from another pastor many uh a long time ago but i i thought that was you know something that just is so heavy on my heart right now is that we've got this inheritance we just need to use that hope and and use that power and you know we will get through this together so well and staying god focused you know and again going back to the whole idea of the radio station you know keep tuning in to god's love station keep tuning to god's love station every so often you know you might you know end up on you know some political (laughs) network like how did this get turned on? You just turn back to God's love station, back to God's love station. And then the crisis news network comes on like, nope, get back on the God's love. You just keep changing the channel. But it's that awareness, just being able to catch yourself like, oh, how did I get down this path or on this station? Like, uh, you know, let's change the channel. Gets back on God's love station. Um, it's, you know, that's part of uh, the training so and always know that that station is always there. It always has been. It's not going anywhere. You just got to keep tuning into it. What do you think, Grandpa Paul? You, you got a thought here for well, I, me? Is experience, you know, through life that you know he's there and so forth. And the only problem I have is. You know, everyone, I'm going to be contradictable on some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, good. Because one is prayer, mm-hmm. you know. I believe in prayer, but then again, it's God's will of what what's going to happen. It's not what you're praying for. <laughs> right. So that's right. something I'm trying to put out. And it's, it's an experience that... You know through life that through your own experiences that uh, there's a lot more there than whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's I don't know what I want to say really because my mind's all over the place. <laughs> well, but, what's interesting is um, so God and I. This is how I see it. You know, so God's in charge. And we have free will as humans, 
So we can, you know, we can pick the path to walk on or which channel we want to listen to. And, you know, but God is still there. And every so often, you know, he does, you know, leaves us little clues if we're open to them and and then become aware to the different clues that'll bring us back to his, you know, his will, his, um, his love, his, um, just his character of what he wants us to be doing and who to be talking to and how to be acting and you know he reminds us if we're in tune to it um and yeah that is the wrestle of well if we have free will you know this is what i want you know may not be what god wants and then it becomes this battle um might be a whole lifetime before it exists. Mm-hmm. That's what you've been wanting. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of stories out there. People that have just lived their lives, you know, doing whatever, and and then at the end of their lives, they are they're finally they finally see the light. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, how you know how did I miss this? But you know, the fact that they eventually come around is that's you know that's what's awesome. Um, we're on this planet to experience and and uh, live out all you know these truths that are in the Bible, so that each other we're all connected. We see what everyone's doing and not doing, and that's why it's powerful which channel you're tuning into because you could get down these other channels and there it sounds similar to. God's love channel, but you know this is a little different spin. Let's let's look over here, and then soon you're down this other path, and you don't even realize it. Um, you know that's why it's really important to know the um, the. Uh, um, it's just important to know the truth. So, Yolanda, you still there? I am still here. All right, what you thinking? Um, I was uh. I was thinking about this little booklet I have, and it's called My Heart, Christ's Home. And in that booklet, it talks about how we give everything over to him. And uh, that's like every aspect of our life. So each room represents something. Um, Like the living room is, you know, the different things that you do for entertainment, like watching things on TV or magazines that you have, whatever, you know, which ones you need to get rid of and what needs to, what needs to stay. And so you, you, you give all these things to him, you clean out everything, but then there's still this like closet that is holding things that you don't want him to see, even though he knows it's there. Um, you need to get rid of it, but you're having a hard time doing that to turn it over to him. Um, so just what you guys were talking about just kind of reminded me of that booklet. Um, it's pretty powerful, the booklet, um, how important it is to turn things over to the Lord so that um, in so doing, you allow him to be in control of you, of your life. Um, and of the choices and things that you make. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Yeah. It's a great analogy. Beautiful. Thank you, Linda. Yeah, and it speaks to, you know, going back to the, you know, kind of building off that and going back to, you know, what the, the back end of Ephesians says. You know, we talked about prayer and we talked about, you know, uh, trying to control our lives and, and having, you know, having our secret desires and not really fully giving ourselves to God. You know, and, and here's what 
So I'm just kind of going back to what it says here. He speaks to this idea of, I pray in the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order for you to know the hope which he's called you, the riches of your glorious inheritance and his holy people. It is incomparably great power for us who believe, right? His incomparably great power for us to believe. Here's, here's the next part of it. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly realms, right? So that power, you know, these, this idea of prayer, this idea of energy, right? It, that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead. So think about that for a second, uh, that as children of God, what we are inheriting, that's, that's pretty amazing, when you think about that, that is incredibly amazing to think that that same power is inside of us as believers, as, as, and that's what they, he offers that God freely offers that to us. You know, we just have to accept that gift. And that's, that's a lot of power. That's a lot of power that, that, that we each individually have and that we can use, we can use for good. We can use for bad. We can hide from it, right? We can hide it, and not execute on it. Right. You know, but that power is available to us. So that just blows my mind to, to think about that. Yeah, that, that is very mind-blowing. I love that, that passage as well. It's, it's amazingly powerful. I always like the statement that, you know, the, and again, I go back to the whole energy conversation. You know, the command of energy is the most powerful thing, most deeply, the, the deepest thing we could do on this planet. And that's it, it, this that verse speaks directly to that because the power is in us, and and you know if it takes us a lifetime to figure out how to use that power or tap into it, I mean it's worth, you know it, that that statement alone is worth investigating. Well, I want some of that power. How do I get more of that power? How can I, how can I, you know, be that power? and exhibit that power with other people and, and just get everyone connected on, to this love channel because <laughs> so, uh, it, it's that power is in each one of us and it's up to us to um, learn how to control that and what that means. That's a whole, that's a whole conversation right there. When God made us, he gave us a conscience. That's probably what I want to say. With that conscious, that's God speaking to you. Mm -hmm. But then again, I question some of those things that's speaking to me and coming from the other side, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's a choice you have to make. Right. And that's by and it, you don't know who's speaking. Right, to. exactly, because it's yeah, it's those slippery channels you can get on, and you hear yeah. these voices and these messages and. Yeah. And that's why it's even more important to really be in the Bible and know God's character, know what the truth actually is, so that we can make those choices. And yeah, that's... Right. You're going to get yeah. bad thoughts. It's like birds flying over your head. You, you, you're going to have birds. You're going to have bad thoughts come, but you don't let them, you don't let them nest. Don't let them nest, because that's, that's when the bad thoughts take over. Mm-hmm. All right, um, and so then the verse after that, well, that power, you know, the, the same power that God used to raise Christ from the dead, put him at the right side in the heavenly world, that's awesome. And um, 
God, and then and then God has put Christ over all rulers, all authorities, powers, kings, not only in this world, but in the next. I mean, so that's the next statement. I mean, that's the next level of this is not only do we have the same power that raised Christ from the dead, you know, that's a big deal because Christ is above all these other rulers and powers. I mean, it's, it's just, it is, it's just mind-blowing. God, and then verse 22, God put everything under his power, everything, and made him the head over everything for the church, which is Christ's body. The church is filled with Christ, and Christ fills everything in every way. Well, breathe that in. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, beautiful people, all of you. Um, what a very, very amazing awesome conversation as always um kevin you have any last thoughts or questions that are speaking to you through all this very powerful yeah i just think i think um you know the book of ephesians again is is intended to uh really speak to us at a at a complete level right it's this is this is paul attempting to try to take a lifetime Right. He had his whole second part of his life was dedicated to this idea of promoting Christ as our Savior, promoting Christ as as the way, the truth, the light. Right. So so he had years and years and years, many adventures. All of that was is being packaged up and put into this this book, uh, his last his this last one of these last letters uh, that really tries to uh, put into perspective what christ is uh and so i just i appreciate the conversation because it really reaffirms just the the power that christ brings into our lives the place that he should have in our lives as we accept him as our savior uh, and and what what his sacrifice on the cross really means what it does uh and uh i just it's exciting it's just an exciting, it's an exciting book. It's an exciting conversation to have uh, because there's really, when you really honestly look at it, this is not, this is not about Christ trying to take something away from us or God trying to, you know, control us. This is a gift. This is about a gift that, that a very loving God has given us because he doesn't want us to suffer. He doesn't want us to needlessly suffer in this world. And he doesn't want us to be separate from him. He wants, he wants us to be in relationship with, with him. He wants us to, to be tight, to be close, to be all on this quote unquote same page, right? Working together towards uh, a, a loving uh, spirit-filled life. Uh, he wants uh, our actions to glorify him. He wants, uh, you know, he's the most glorious thing in this world. He wants our actions to glorify him. And uh, because he is the ultimate source of truth and life. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's just a really neat story when you think about it, uh, what, what God is offering to us. Yeah, it, it's absolutely amazing. Amen. Yeah, amen. Well, I pray that all of you, um, I, I pray wisdom for each of you and revelation. And I just pray that um, you can feel 
you know, God's love through this conversation into each one of your hearts, whoever's hearing this right now, those of us on this line, and for anyone listening, um, I just pray that you, you feel that love right now in your heart. The eyes of your heart are open and listening and accepting. And at any time, you can change that channel and tune in to that love because it's there. It's flowing. It's always there. And I just pray for wisdom. If, if, if you don't feel like it's flowing in your heart or that the eyes of your heart aren't open or whatever, whatever is going on in your brain um, or your heart, you know, I, just, I pray circulation and flow and life and love for you and um, just tap, change that channel at any time it is there. Find that flow, keep searching for it, keep showing up for these conversations, and um, just keep being awesome. It's in you, tap into it, open those eyes of your heart, and feel the, uh, the love and energy coming from this group to you. All God's children say, Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying, thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.